Yo, what's up guys? J. Charles here on the hashtag Ask J. Charles Show. We are here today in the Perform First Gym with 281 Distributors owner, Manny. What's up, Manny? Hey, what's going on, brother? Good, man, good. How's it going? Doing good, doing good. That's good. How's, uh, so for everyone that doesn't really know about the business that you started, that you're doing, um, give them like a little rundown on what you do. Uh, basically, we're a full DSD company. Uh, right now, we're servicing convenience stores, 7-Elevens, independent accounts, uh, potato chips, which is uh, wrap snacks. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of wrap snacks, but uh, we have them all over San Antonio. So uh, they're doing pretty good. Then also, we distribute C4 from Core. And then also, we have another energy drink that we just picked up called 3D Energy. So that was doing pretty good, too. Nice, nice. See, I know for all you fitness guys out there, you know what C4 is, and I'm pretty sure you know what the 3D energy is. Those big names out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's really good, too. You should go ahead and try it out. If y'all haven't tried it, man, go to y'all's local 7-Eleven all around San Antonio and go pick one up. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about when did you start this business? How long ago was that? And um, back in 2016, I believe April, April 8th, around that time. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, I mean, before you started the business, you said you were already uh, kind of in the game a little bit as far as doing stuff like this. Right, right. Um, yeah, I was in the game. I was already doing it for about almost 10 years, uh, nice. working for other companies, trying to learn the game. Uh, before that, I used to work in warehouse work and stuff like that, but I was always interested in like a driving job type of thing. So. Nice. Yeah, you don't want to sit down in one spot. Yeah, not really. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, know, you know, and it's fucking boring too, exactly. man. We're in the same spot. So, <laughs> yeah. so I figured that, hey, you know, um, I'll try a driving job. See how it goes. So. Nice. And just kind of stuck. Yeah, stuck. So how was, I mean, when you started, when you started the business, did you start it by yourself or who? Uh... Uh, actually, no, I actually started with a partner. Nice. Yeah, I started with a partner. Um, I had the idea first. I really wanted to open up my own business because I hated working for somebody. I just hated it because the companies that I used to work for, I really didn't like how they ran their company. They didn't treat their employees right. The way they just ran their operation was not how I would run it. Like it was just completely out of whack. Um, the main guys up in the office wouldn't even go out and check the market <laughs> to, to make a good decision on what to do, you know, to yeah. move forward. So it was just completely wrong. So I said, you know what? I'm going to learn how they do it. I'm going to open up my own company because I know oh, yeah. I can do a better job than they can. Exactly. Yeah. That's honestly, that's what it's all about, man. A lot of times it's funny because, yeah, you learn stuff from the good managers, but then you learn a fuckload from the managers that suck because you learn what not to do, how not to be. I don't know if you've picked that up. I mean, right. like you said. Oh, yeah. Because like, I've, I've learned that a lot, man. Like there's been a lot of managers. There's been a lot of big wigs, if you will, that I just didn't fucking like because I didn't like the work ethic. I didn't like the things that they would do. So I've always said that I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to do it different if I have something. And exactly. That's so true. Exactly. <laughs> and um, um, they don't know what it feels like. Well, I don't know, but I know what it feels like to be in the bottom. Yeah. So, um, you know, I always told myself that when I get my own employees, you know, I'm going to treat them with respect and they're going to make some money while they work for me. So, you oh, know, yeah, that's what it's all about. Take care of your family, man. Nice, you know? nice. So you said you're in 7-Eleven. How was was it kind of hard to get into uh, that store? Um, yes, it was in the beginning. Now, are a lot of the 7-Elevens, are they like franchised or how does that work? Uh, majority of them are franchised. Uh, some of them are corporate, um, but the franchisees, it was a lot easier to get into the franchisees because they're more open to uh, new items coming in the store because all they see is money. So if they see your product sure. that's going to sell, they're going to carry it. Yeah, it's a numbers game, man. Oh, yeah, all day, all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. especially the energy drink game. Oh, hell uh, yeah, dude. Drinks are number one in category, especially energy. Energy is probably like under two from alcohol. So um, energy is doing really well. I want to talk about something like that. I, it's, like I said, I spoke with my dad about that. And how hard is it to get a vault? How hard is it to get like a section? Is it pretty hard? Um, depending on the franchisee. Oh, okay. If, if the franchisee likes you, 
He'll find space in your cooler. Oh, shit. In his cooler, yeah. Nice. Um, if they don't like it, man, you know, they'll, you know, hey, I don't have no space for you, man. You know, maybe next time or something <laughs> like that. Or if the customer is requesting it in their store, yeah. they'll, they'll pick it up. Ah, okay. Was it was it pretty easy for you to get the C4 in the... Because I know it's a big name, but I don't know if it's a big name within that world. You know what I mean? Um, as of now, everybody's on Bang. Bang is number Bang, one exactly. right now. Yeah, Bang is the biggest competitor. It's exactly. Big. And um, before that, we were the actually official distributors for Bang, for wow. San Antonio until glaciers took it away from us but Damn. yeah so we were pushing it really really heavy in the 7-elevens independent accounts uh right when we that was nice for a little oh bit. man we were, making, <laughs> yeah. we were making some money we actually felt like the taste of actual a little bit of success because yeah coming from our first year in sales brother we made 12,500 in sales our first year second year we did i think 69,000 in sales Holy Last year, shit. when we had Bang, we did half a million. Holy shit. Yeah, we did half a million. So uh, we actually had that little taste of su yeah. success, man, and it was fucking great. And then, you know, Glaciers, you know, we actually lost yeah. the product this year. Damn. So, um, you know, we had to figure out, all right, you know, I got to see what I got to do. Um, pick up another product, see what's going to sell just like Bang. You know, I saw C4. I said, hey, just try and pick it up. Let's go. Because I knew that. So were you all the ones that reached out to them or? Uh, yes, awesome. I actually saw the product in the market already at an independent account and I was wondering I was like I don't know where they got that from and it looked really appealing. Yeah. I was like damn it, it really says, stands out Yeah, it does stand out the packaging is fucking awesome and um, it's just like bang Well, I don't want to say it's like it, but it's kind of like a drink just like it a 16 ounce uh, can zero sugar So I was like, you know, what? it looks attractive. Let's try it. Yeah. So um, I contacted them uh, they gave me a chance and we started up. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, so, I mean, and as far as like the 3D energy as well, that's you did the same thing? You... Um, yeah, same thing as well. Um, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, hey, we need something else that's going to sell just as C4s. So C4 is doing pretty well in the market. So I was like, um, I didn't want... I don't want Bang to, well, I don't want C4 to do what Bang did exactly. to us, you 100%. know, so um, you I'm, gotta I'm, exactly, yeah. so I always got to look for different products to, you know, keep my portfolio yeah. as big as exactly. possible, like, you yeah. know, because fuck, dude, um, selling so, exactly, and selling so much from Bang, man, just, you know, getting cut from that, you know, it's just, it's Let, crazy. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about learning from your experiences. Right. <laughs> How, um. How important do you think that is for like a business owner? You know, not to make the same mistakes twice. Oh, uh, it's very important. Has that happened to you a lot in the oh, past? Oh man, or? many, 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 many times, man. Um, I learned that uh, you never want to get too comfortable. You always want to keep looking out for the next thing, man, because you get too comfortable, dude, anything could happen and then you're just like, you don't want to get stuck. You always want to be prepared for the worst, all the time, you know, nice. so, yeah. Um, let's talk about the beginning, the first year. Um, what were some of the challenges that you faced? Um, basically, it was uh, relationships. You had to grow relationships with the stores because especially when it comes to independent accounts, the, these guys don't know you. And um, if they don't like you, they're not going to buy anything from you. Yeah. So you have to grow that relationship first and they have to build that trust. Um, if they don't like... Basically, if they don't like you, they're not going to buy from you. So you just got to gain that trust <laughs> from them, man. And um, when it comes to like these guys, man, they're very hard to deal with i think i know what you're talking about yes so um you just got to work with them be just be flexible yeah. basically man got to make it work no matter what whatever <laughs> it takes man make it work even if they ask for a free case or whatever um think of it as an investment it's, or something yep. yeah because you gotta it's gonna work pay out in the long run yeah like a whole so it's gonna be crazy you gotta, you gotta build that relationship yes um 
Damn. So when you um, when you first started, I know you were probably really hungry, really like aggressive with it. And you, yes. You wanted. Were you still uh, were you still working another job as well? Or? Yes, I was. Um, I was actually a independent distributor for Little Debbie. And um, before that, I was actually working for a company called Del Norte Foods, and I was selling Takis. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. So um, I actually got the idea when I was working with Del Norte um, about, um, because like I said, I didn't like their operation and yeah. what they were doing. So I figured like, and the way they treated their guys, like, like I don't like it. So I figured, you know what? That's when that, the idea came of, you know, I can do my own thing. I can do better than they can. So yeah. that's how it started. So um, I started saving money working for that company. And then I got an opportunity from Little Debbie because um, I was going to make about twice as much as what I was making past. So I was like, Damn. dude, this was going to be a perfect time to oh, yeah. save up and save up my capital perfect and time. start my company. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start. It's like steps. Yeah. I, I thought of it as steps, but in long term. Yeah. So um, I'm glad you said that long term. A lot of times, even myself, man, I'm super fucking impatient. And, right. you know, um, you got to be patient. You have right? to. You have to. It's 100%. You have to be patient. Um, you have to see the long vision, the long-term goal, and stuff like that. And like, like they said, uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Two chains said it. He said, uh, "It takes ten years to be overnight success." <laughs> yeah. Ten years, brother. Exactly. Yep. You know, you got to be consistent. So true, man. Yeah. A lot of times, people think like, "Damn!" Like, well, I mean, you see all these fucking successful people on it's, social media. Fucked it for everyone. You see all these successful people, and they're like, "Man, like." They did that happen so fast. Uh, it's like no, it, no, man. They think that they don't show all the shit that they had to go through. You know exactly. Um, they think that you know being a business owner, and entrepreneurship is all glamorous and fucking roses and peaches and shit like that, man. But it's really not, dude. It's fucking hard, man. And um, it's, <laughs> it's emotional. When it's almost it, like just you, by yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's you and and basically you just got to figure out how the fuck you're gonna make your next check, <laughs> yeah. your next sell, and that's what it really is, man. And it's your back against the wall. And um, sometimes, you know, I like to be in that position because it makes me grow and it makes me be more diverse and uh, just losing, you know, just losing makes you learn more. Fuck yes. And it's just, you know. Now, would you say that one of the biggest, I I like to preach this a lot. So one of the biggest things that you are going to need to know or learn when becoming a business owner is how to adjust, right? Right. I mean. Like I said before we had this podcast, when I first started, there was shit that just happened. I was like, fuck, how the fuck am I going to do this? But you adjust to things. Exactly. Um, when you first started, did you um, did you have things that kind of hit you sideways and you're like, shit, you know? I mean, of course, like you said, with Bang, that was probably oh, a huge yeah, one. Yeah, that was the biggest, my biggest hit ever, man. That was, because uh, we were making so much fucking money off this product. You know, everybody loved it. And then, you know, starting starting over. Was you know. it just like the drop of a dime? Just uh, Well, actually, we knew when we were going to lose it. But uh, as soon as we lost the product, that's when it really hits you. Yeah. Because you can feel it in your sales. You yeah. can feel it in your business. And yeah. Did you kind of already have like, I mean, you said you were kind of thinking about like, where, where's the next route to go? So right. you already have like a yes. plan of like who you wanted to ask. And Yes, I did. I already have a think of a game plan when I heard that we were going to lose Bang. So I was like, all right, well, I got to figure out what I'm going to do next. So I was um, studying the market, seeing what sells, seeing what people like, what customers like. So um, I noticed that energy is a big deal in the game right now. So everybody's on Bang, Bang is number one. So I figured, you know, I'm gonna take that route. So yeah. um, I picked up C4, I picked up 3D. Then of course our potato chips are doing very well, yes. wrap snacks. So yeah. how did y'all get with wrap snacks? Just, just curious, I don't, um, I've never heard of them until I saw them at the 7-Eleven right there. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, man. Um, actually, Instagram. 
Really? Yes, Instagram. Uh, before Rap Snacks, uh, we had a, another drink that we carried that we started our company with called Hemp 2 I don't know if you ever heard of Hemp 2 No, I didn't. Comes out of California. It's uh, from this rapper. Um, he's real big in that area. And um, I was thinking, I was like, dude, this is the drink. Because right now CBD is yeah, it's, it's popular right now, exactly. it's booming. So in my mind, I was thinking, all right, Hemp 2 it's a drink. Everybody's into that right now. So I think it might sell. And um, I had big dreams for this fucking product, man. <laughs> dude, uh, oh my God. That's why when you said you gotta be diverse and you gotta you know, yeah. adjust, like um, I thought this was gonna be the million dollar product. I was like, I even wrote, I had a whiteboard just like yeah. that. I fucking wrote it on there. Oh man, first million dollars <laughs> of hemp products, hemp. man. This is gonna be it, man. Shit. Like fucking excited. No, didn't sell. Damn. We, we pushed that product for about a year and a half. And then uh, that's when I said when we made that 12,005 yeah. the first year. Well, um, in some stores it sold and some, but it just didn't work out. So I was like, all right, well, we got to figure out what to do. And I was looking on Instagram, looking, and then I saw Rap Snacks. I was like, damn, these chips look cool. And the Migos, everybody knows who the Migos yep. are. They're the number one group in, in the world right yep. now for rap. So I figured, I was like, you know what? They look cool. Everybody in San Antonio listens to rap music. What I was thinking, especially in the South Side, the West yeah. Side, the East Side. So I was like, you know what? Let's try it out. So I tried to contact the owner. He told me no. Oh shit. <laughs> so I was like, well fuck. <laughs> Cause he wanted me to buy a semi truck the yeah. first time. And uh, me as a small company, dude, I don't got yeah. no fucking 20 exactly. grand to push Just up front. For that. Yeah. Exactly, I don't got that much money, man. I'm fucking, I was barely surviving already. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he told me, I was, he was like, you know what? If you're serious, man, go to Houston. I, I got a distributor out there. Go buy some product from him and sell it in the city. And we'll see how it goes. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So um, on a couple of my posts on Instagram in the beginning, you can see me fucking, uh, I took a big ass 20 foot gooseneck trailer. Shit. Uh, I loaded up like 14, 15 pallets on that bitch. Holy open trailer. Shit, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, open trailer. Dude, I was so <laughs> hungry. I didn't give a fuck Damn. what what I needed <laughs> yeah. to do. It was, it just needed to happen because I knew that if I put this product in the city, it was gonna sell. Yeah. And if this dude told me that this was the only way that I was gonna do it, then so be it. I don't care. Whatever it takes. So, dude, <laughs> I fucking took a trailer, 20 foot. I loaded up them pallets. We strapped them shits up. Fucking <laughs> drove it from Houston all the way to San Antonio. Open, bro. Scared as shit out of my life. Yeah, bet, fucking pro uh, products, uh, you know, swaying in the, in the wind, man. Like, crazy, bro. You know, uh, we got in the city. Got in the 7-Elevens. Shit fucking blew up. Nice. I did that a couple times. And then uh, that's, when he, that's when he said, okay then, you know, I mess with you, let's do business. Yeah. So, dude, I had to show him because he told me no like fucking three times. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Persistence, bro. Yeah, Fucking dude. persistence. I was hungry, dude. Hell yeah. Um, so do y'all have, y'all have a warehouse that y'all, yeah. like rent or like y'all? Um, actually, uh, my family owns a big old land. Oh, And nice. we have a big old building. So um, oh, yeah. I pay my uncle. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, so right now we're saving money on our warehousing costs. Nice, man, nice. Yeah, right nice. now you have to, man, because I was looking into warehouses. Dude, they go like fucking six to $8,000 a month. Oh, trust me. Insane, I bro. I, I know, I, I would like a warehouse gym. I see the prices, bro. Dude, like. fucking ridiculous, bro. I'm just like, fuck. So uh, right now, you know, that's that's helping us a whole lot. That's awesome, man, that's awesome. Um, would you would you say that, I mean, did you have a lot of contacts? I mean, you did have a lot of contacts and a lot of connections in the game, right? As far as like, the stores and stuff like that, the owners and stuff? Yes, in the beginning, yes, for was, my previous job. Did that really help you? Oh man, tremendously. 
man i'm telling you man um, do, you, do you feel like a lot of times uh being successful yes you got to be hungry as fuck but it's also good to know people have the context right yes it is yes it's very uh very important to have relationships because um if i didn't have any uh previous relationship with these guys it probably wouldn't have been as easy as it as it was then how i got in because um like i said these guys don't know you and if they don't know you they don't, they don't like you they're not gonna buy from you exactly so, yeah now all right so let's talk about your job like as far as making the companies uh marketing for them basically in the store you know right. what i mean do you see a lot of other um you don't have to say names but do you see a lot of other brands and of uh, like product that isn't the way it should be you know what i mean present it the way it should be to become more successful in sales or um yes i do see a lot of products out there man that uh, a lot of the salesmen don't really i guess pay attention to how the products merchandise sometimes uh they just throw it in the store because they think it sells like um like monster or yeah. like i'm just putting big names out for a reason um you know they have that thing in their mind that oh it's already a big brand it's gonna sell anyways so it doesn't like matter. they don't even care right they don't care anymore you know oh, like damn. that and you know and it's not also the big name it's other products i see out there but i do see a lot of uh people not doing their job do you think they can i mean it can go a long way as far as like setting it up properly right putting that face front and all that stuff all that merchandising product and you know i see a lot of people not clean their products man because sometimes really? you know your product gets dusty man clean that shit bro yeah. anybody gonna eat exactly. that if it looks like shit you Trust know me, i have walked in the stores and <laughs> like what the hell yeah man exactly so you know you know that's why when uh in my company what i would like to build culture with my people is you know show pride when exactly. you do your when you do your job you know when because you're representing us and you're representing the product True. so you got to make it look at tip-top shape because if it doesn't look fresh people aren't gonna buy it yep yeah 100 man 100 now um where do you where do you see the business going like do you want to hit like be able to grow big enough to where you can of course san antonio is number one but do you want other cities as well um yes i've been having visions of taking over austin corpus and down texas right oh, now yeah, um houston i've never thought of it because houston is just fucking huge man yeah like uh when i went out there to pick a product um it's like three times the san antonio so Jeez. i could imagine what the guys <laughs> the dsd owners out there got it because they have like damn near probably two three thousand i mean two three thousand accounts out there Holy shit. you know in san antonio there's probably like a thousand God you know damn. so the market <laughs> the market size is is you know yeah. crazy so um but yeah right now i want to get to austin and maybe do you, do you feel like um like in order to grow i know a lot of times people say like sometimes they get so big so fast and they're not able to like adapt to it you know right what I mean? that's what think, i'm scared of exactly that's, yeah do you think it's best to like take your time yes okay, yes cool. most definitely yes um be cautious but yet you know still want to you know test test your limits you know um i am a little worried that i'm going to grow too fast where like i'm not going to have enough money to you know adapt to yeah. that yeah. so um as of now i'm taking baby steps uh just now we just got in la fiesta so i know i can handle la fiesta yeah uh, Walmart's as well. Um, I'm already familiar with Walmart's and, the, and you know how to check in and all that. So I, yeah. I think I can, I think <laughs> that I can handle it. But um, the Lafayette is most definitely. So it's been, it's been a, a learning experience. That's but, cool, man. Yeah. Now coming from um, as working for someone to owning your own business, right? Was it like a, I mean, did you have to teach you had to teach yourself how to do everything else, like as far as the numbers, the everything like that yes um actually um i i had a i have a mentor 
um, that I used to before that taught me a whole lot of stuff uh, when I used to work for my previous jobs. Uh, his name is Vernell Robinson, and he used to work for uh, Lance and a couple of other DSD. Well, he taught me a whole lot about the game, a lot about the numbers. He's a numbers guy. Yeah. So he taught me, you know, what, you know, what margin you need to get, you know, stuff like that, and how much you need to sell in order to make that, yeah. you know, you know, to pay your bills. So um, um, a mentor is, is very important. If you're opening up a business, guys, please um, try to find a mentor, somebody that's in that industry because... That goes a long way too, so um, I got I got help from that as well. Nice man, nice. Yeah, just like I was telling you before, I I have someone as well. You know, um, he, he he was actually my my football coach back in the day. Um, nice. But now he's with the YMCA, and you know he does all the budget and everything like that. And that's the guy that I go to as well. You exactly. Know? It helps tremendously, man. When you have someone that knows what they're doing, and you know the thing is, a lot of times I feel like people. They don't want to check their ego, you know. Right. They don't. They think they know it all. And, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know and, and and that's and that's a lot in this industry. Um, you got to show vulnerability in order to grow. Yep. I know it's really hard to uh, ask for help, man, but um, it's very important because, you know, dude, all you got to do is ask that one question, and you know, you can get your answer right away instead of holding it in your pride and then, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't know shit, man. Like, come yeah. on. You know, so uh, you, you just got to be open-minded and, and learn from people. Exactly. Yeah. Not not everyone knows everything. Exactly. I don't yeah. even know anything, dude. I really don't know shit, and um, <laughs> and I'm still learning as as I go. And um, so far, I'm I'm at where I'm at, so I'm very blessed. So I'm just keep on going and keep learning. Nice, man. Nice. So I saw that you uh, you recently created the official Instagram for it now. Right, right. Shout oh, out yeah. to my boy Kenneth, man. He's the business manager for my company, and nice, he's a uh, yes. He uh, he controls all the social media and all the back, you know, all you know, the paperwork. Social media is big. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so I feel like, I mean, now it's like that's how you market. I right. mean, it's point blank. That's how you market for everything. You know, people. Yeah. So big companies are still doing TV commercials and stuff like that, but. How many times, like, people fast forward to the commercials, people watch Hulu, people watch Netflix, people, right. you know what I mean? Right. It's like, but everyone in the fucking world has a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram, something like that. Exactly, man. You it's know? the new TV, dude. Yeah. Like, you, you don't see, if you notice that you actually don't see anybody watch TV anymore, well, in my household, like, um, you know, the kids are either on the phone or on the fucking <laughs> tablet, you know, either or watching shit. So, um, the only time I've seen TV is with my girl at night. Yeah. That's about it. But yeah, it's the new, it's a new big thing. And it's cool because it's free. Fuck yes, Fucking man. free, dude. So, exactly. dude, billboards and fucking radio ads and shit, <laughs> yeah. cost thousands of dollars, bro. No one, and no one even fucking <laughs> listens to the radio anymore. Everyone fucking plugs their phone in. <laughs> For real, dude. <laughs> you know? For real. For real, that's funny, man. So you're fucking spending thousands of dollars on shit that don't even fucking work. So, exactly. guys, exactly. social media is king right now, bro. So, yes. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, I mean, what is your goal with social media? Um, right now, just to market our products and... Um, try to get it in as many people's faces as possible to see our product and and to try it because they're really good products our chips are delicious guys if you haven't tried wrap snacks y'all need to go out to our 7-elevens and and try them out man because at the price point compared it's for the product it's delicious uh same thing for our c4 if y'all want to try out some energy get something in the morning man y'all need to go ahead and try that, that c4 that bombsicle one that one's fucking good <laughs> it is good man yeah. <laughs> and midnight cherry too that's good nice, too nice. I, like I, I still haven't tried the 3d energy oh yeah what what so they don't do they have names of the flavors? actually no they, they actually, don't right? no no because i saw that i saw them the other day i was like trying to look for a name of the flavor right 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 so it's just random shit <laughs> right um actually the way they market their product is by color they really don't market by the flavor but they actually do have the flavor on um when we got our shipment and it actually showed the flavor on the tag 
Ah, okay. But they don't. They just market it by the color. Interesting. So I'm guessing they're thinking that the name itself will draw people in. Probably. Uh, I, I hope so. Um, but the it's delicious. Like it's really good. Yes. The the formula that they made it's freaking good, man. Like it doesn't taste like um, with Bang and a couple of other energy drinks. You actually taste the aftertaste of it. With this, with for zero sugar, 200 milligrams of caffeine, it's nice. it's good. It's very flavorful. It's just like if you had sugar in it. Nice. It's really really good. That's cool, man. Any any flavor that you recommend? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, my favorite one is the red one, man. The Fruit red punch, one? yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That's really good. I'm gonna have to try it out. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> cool, man. So, let me see. Do you have any? Um, say someone wants to start their own distribution merchandising company. Uh, yeah. Do you have any advice for them? Yes. Um, first advice, man, is to learn the industry. If you're interested in getting into this industry, get into a find a job or something for about six months to a year learn the whole process because it's 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 a whole lot of steps to get in the industry um, from merchandising to planning your route to getting in the stores talking to grocery managers um, just it's just a whole lot of stuff so i recommend getting a route getting a merchandising job you know learning the stores and um, go from there nice do you think that h i don't know if heb does it but do you think they would ever you know, except, you know, like for that stuff, like, I mean, I mean like your company to make an agreement with them. Or, uh, I don't know how that works with HEB. I don't know. Cause I know they're closed. They are they're um, a private company. They are a private company. They're huge. Um, yeah. yeah we, we have not even. Yeah. I mean, that's down the road. That's yeah. Like we're not even there. I'm just to look at Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, I worked with HEB with other companies before and, um, it's just like Walmart and, and La Fiesta, man, just in a bigger format. Yeah. And um, but with HEB, they hold to a higher standard, especially with their managers and their employees. Like, um, that's why everybody when they go for when they go for groceries, where do they go? HEB. Exactly. HEB. Everybody goes to HEB. So um, I definitely see us doing business with HEB. Um, we just gotta, you know, build that brand in with with Walmart. Exactly. You know, build that show that that value that y'all can work right. with these bigger companies. Exactly, yeah. working with these big companies, show that we can push some numbers. They see the numbers. I think we can get in. Nice man, nice. Yeah. Now, what is the what's the? I mean, if you don't mind me asking, what's the plan for this year? You know, what's what are the? Do you have any big lofty goals for this year? Or actually, yes. Uh, my plan right now is getting to Walmart. Nice. Uh, right now, we just got in La Fiestas. Um, that was my first goal to get into. I really wanted to get into a grocery store this year. So I figured I was like, well, I know I can't get into Walmarts off the bat. So yeah. I figured I have to take baby steps. So yeah, I was like, that you can. exactly. So I said, you know, I'm going to go a little smaller. So I went to La Fiesta. Um, like I said, relationships, I got in. So um, I'm going to build to get into Walmart and then, you know, just, you know, grow the brand. La Fiesta, is that, I mean, are they... They're all corporate or how does that work? Yes, they're all corporate right now. So okay. you have to speak to a buyer. Oh, okay. And I um, actually got help from the grocery manager that I knew. Oh, nice. And a uh, dude, he totally hyped up my product because <laughs> if it wasn't for him, dude, I wouldn't have gotten in. You know what? I also, I, recently, I started seeing bangs at uh, Arlen's. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that they were there. I just saw them and I was like, but they're kind of just thrown there. Right, right. <laughs> they're right. not in the cooler or anything. Hey, dude, see, see <laughs> that, that's when it comes to like... Um, you know, seeing seeing companies not doing their job. Um, when we had Bang, dude, we 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 held to a higher standard, and we we saw that product as gold. So we tr yeah. so we traded we treated it like gold. Um, it was always nice, always merchandise. The back stock was always flawless. Everything was perfect. Now when I see this big company pick it up, they treat that thing just like 
bang just like any other product. Yeah. Toss it around, looks like shit, <laughs> yeah. they don't care anymore, you know, and that's gonna put a bad rep on, on that product. Yeah. So um, that's why when I open up my company, I wanna hold to that higher standard. Nice, man, right. nice. I mean, and I think businesses can uh, appreciate, you know, they'll appreciate that. Of course, you see maybe one of them, you know, come in and see, okay, nice, my product is all nice, right. well kept and stuff like that. And that's what you got to do. You know, you want to build that relationship and, you know, uh, make, like you said, make sure it's at a higher standard because their product is a higher standard. Exactly. You know it what I is. mean? And, and, and it has to be that way. Nice, man. Nice. So you said this year you're thinking about Walmart. That's that's the big that's, that's the, the big, big goal. That's yes, the goal. that's the big money right there. Walmart because uh, my goal is to hit a million dollars this year. In nice. Sales. Now, so we did half would, a million. How would you do? How would you get into Walmart? I don't like. Would it be the same type of way? Like Actually, no. It's a process online where you have to go through certain steps. And the crazy part about it is that I was at this fucking roadblock, dude. I was trying <laughs> to get there. There's a certain step I couldn't do, which is a. Uh, it's called a DUNS number, and what it is is a certification to prove that you're a real business, everything's legit and everything like that. So we applied, and we got the number, so right now we're in the process of nice, continuing. Nice, oh, yeah, yeah, So, dude, um, if we present our product, they like it, dude, we're fucking in, bro. Hell and, like, yeah. I already know the process. I already know to speak to grocery managers. Honestly, so I mean, you, you can get the product in there easily. I mean, they already have, number one, they already have C4 products in there, Cellucore products in there, so they know that brand. You know what I mean? Um, I'm pretty sure it would be easy to get the other products in there. Oh, yeah, I hope so. You know, I'm so. pretty sure it would, man. Yeah. I mean, just explain to them what it is, who they are, what they do. You know what I mean? Most definitely. It should be easy. Um, and especially if they taste it, they try it. Right, 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 right. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's easy. Um, would you feel like in this business, you got to sell yourself a lot to new uh, new owners? I mean, people that you're trying to build new relationships with? or Yes, um, you have to most definitely. In this business, man, uh, you sell people through stories. Um, through emotions, you really don't, you really can't sell. Um, if you're just about the money, man, you're not gonna make no money. Yep. Um, it's all about problem solving and you gotta sell them through stories, man. You gotta make them feel that, yep. you know, it's all about that. I, I think that's, I honestly, I think a lot of people get that twisted because I think that's sales in general. Um, I like, I always tell people, I always say, when you're trying to sell something, you're not trying to sell the product. You're never, it's not just the fucking product that you're trying to sell. Right. You're trying to sell, number one, the experience that they're going to gain through this product. You know, um, the, the, you know, the experience, the taste, the flavor, the, the excitement, the joy, the, the happiness, you know, um, re and number one, you have to learn how to read fucking people. Right, exactly. People, like, if you want to be a great salesman, you don't know how to read someone, you're fucked. I'm sorry. Dude, you, I really yeah. agree, dude. Dude, if you don't know how to fucking read people, dude, good luck in fucking opening the business, exactly, bro. Exactly, Exactly, bro, because, dude, you got to read them and you got to know if they're fucking pissed off, yep. they like you, and if you be consistent and they fucking don't like you, dude, they're going to kick you out of your store, <laughs> exactly. out of their store, bro, bet, so that, you know, so... Yeah, you gotta learn how to read yeah, people. You gotta learn Definitely how to read learn. people, guys. And if you don't, you know, you're, I'm, I don't know, maybe you gotta find a different, a different uh, fucking business to do or something else to do. I agree. Man, because I mean, I, I can tell you so many times where, you know, I've, I used to manage other managers and huh. stuff. And, you know, we would be there at some personal training, right? Huh. And this manager is just, oh my God, like you could tell this person is so frustrated with them. And just like everything this manager is saying is just like, going up over their head they don't really give a shit right and i'm like i'm looking at being all scientific and yeah shit or and i'm like all right hold on uh, so let me talk to you real quick no you know right and they're like oh okay yeah and i'm like dude like did you not look at her face like she didn't give a shit what you were saying <laughs> bro like she was like yawning oh i didn't realize it <laughs> you know yeah man exactly man you can't be all tech like or like, like when i'm selling a bag man it's, you know when i go to a new to a new convenience store 
I'm not gonna go in the convenience store and be like, hey man, that's 20 grams of sodium in there. They don't care <laughs> how much fucking sodium you have in the damn yeah. bag, man. They just wanna know if the exactly. customer is gonna like it, they're gonna relate to yep. it, and how much they're gonna make off of it. Also, yeah, you gotta you gotta realize like, so I've, I've noticed some people there with the calculating analytical types, they're, okay, well, show me the percentages. How much is this? How, I mean, how many numbers have you done this? How many? Or some people are gonna be like, let me taste it first. Let me, right. let me try that. Let me see how good it is. You know what I mean? Right. You're gonna get you're gonna get people like that, I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, all day, all day. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sodium, how fat, how much fat it has in it. And other people are just like, oh fucking bag looks cool, man. Let me, yeah, let me, let me, let me get it. that. Yeah, exactly, man. And those are the customers, you know, Fuck that's yeah. the target market, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Nice, nice. Um, so let's see. I mean, you, you said you want to go into Austin and Corpus and stuff. Um, of course, that's not going to be for, what, a couple years? Yeah, it's going to be for a couple years, man. Right now, we want to lock down San Antonio, lock down um, all the big corporate chains, Walmart, you know, eventually getting to H-E-B. H-E-B is going to be a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, just like I said, uh, in the beginning of um, this year, I wanted to level up. So um, I figured, you know, the only way to level up is getting to grocery stores. Yep. So right now, La Fiesta, Walmart. Maybe next year, HEB. Nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Now, talk to me how important it is to have a, a good team. Oh, man, it's very important. Um, when you open up a business, um, you can't do it on your own. It's impossible. Yep. It's some, you got to have, you know, the most solid people behind you to back you up in your ideas. And you got to have everybody on the same on the same page because you can't have cancer in your company. What, what I think also is you have to find people that are better at you at doing certain things. I, I agree. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you have to, man. Like a lot of times, these business owners they want to be okay, this and this and this. But you got to find someone that's way better at you than this. You know what I mean? And someone that's way better at you than like someone's a better marketer, someone's a better numbers guy, someone's a better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because if you're trying to fucking do all that on your own, or like you know, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I was actually one of those people, and so I, I had to learn the hard way that I knew that I wasn't be able to do everything on my own. Yeah, and I knew that I needed a team. So. Um, I knew that I needed some guy for the office. I needed some guy for you know other things like that. So uh, it's a learning process. So nice, I nice. just got a business manager. So he's doing all that, all the office work, um, social media. I bet you that's like a like big that. load off. Oh man, a whole big <laughs> load off. You know, and it's worth paying the money because, like I'm telling you, man, like um, it, it time is more. How can I say more important than money? Yes. Is, especially when you're busy and you got a whole lot of shit you got to do. Yep. Trust me, man. I know. So like. The, the company that I still kind of work for, mm -hmm. um, the reason why I, the thing that I think they could do better is they're not running it efficiently because they don't have a solid team to do everything efficiently. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they've been late with paychecks. They've been, you know, things like that. And it's because they don't have a team to, okay, you know, it's, there's two owners and one of the owners likes to do every fucking thing and he makes mistakes. He messes up on things. And, um, you know, I mean, like we said, you need a team. So he, you know, you need a team to do this for you, this for you, this for you, you know, split it up so that way it can be run more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And then down the road when you have employees, your employees can be happy because everything is running smoothly. You know what I mean? Versus trying to do it on your own, fucking things up. Because when you fuck up from the top, it goes all the way down to the bottom. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know most definitely. I mean? Yes, yes. And um, you gotta, you gotta learn how to trust people because yeah. um, dude, anybody can do your job. Yep. And that's just, you know, that's just simple. You just gotta show them. Um, you thinking that oh it's only me that can do all this job dude, that's that's like um, that's the begin that's like beginning errors of opening up a business like you gotta you gotta be trustworthy and, and find good people man and I know it's hard to find good people but you know that's when you gotta 
you know, learn from your mistakes. Now this year, are y'all looking to hire possibly a few employees? Uh, right now, depending on our, how our, you know, our progress the product, goes. Yeah. Right. Depending on how we go. Um, if we get in these Walmarts, then yes, most definitely. Oh yeah, you're going to have to. Oh yeah. That's going to be big, man. <laughs> it's going to be huge, man. We're going to need like, you know, a couple more trucks and oh, yeah. a couple more guys. So, uh, we're just going based on how our progress exactly. goes. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, you can't go too fast. You can't rush too far. Just into, like we yeah. talked about before. Yeah, exactly, man. We man. can't go too far ahead of yourself. Fuck yourself. Fuck time. yeah, dude. And that's what I'm scared of, man. So that's why I'm just taking baby steps and being real cautious. Nice, man. Nice. Now, um, as far as owning a business in general, I mean, I know we talked about like dis- distributors and merchandising and stuff like that. And as far as owning a business in general, do you have any advice for anyone that just wants to start a business? Um, make sure that's what you really want to do. Make sure that because it takes a whole lot of time and sacrifice. People don't understand how much time. Yes, know? it's very time consuming. It's it's a whole lot of bullshit, man. And 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 make sure you're ready for it. You got to be really mentally strong. Yeah. If you want to open up a business, man. Guys, so. you, I talk about it all the time. You go through fucking ups and downs. Like, you know, there are times when they're like, "Fuck," you know, "Do I did I really do this? Do I really want to do this?" And it's like, you know, you're you're. Feeling like everything is on top of you, the world's on your fucking shoulders, but you know what? Then all of a sudden, something good happens. And yeah. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, this is okay. Exactly, man. Like in the, in the beginning, when I first opened up my company, um, dude, I was all fuck, I was all happy, for, um, just like I was like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be awesome. Um, I had my truck loaded for my product. I had my van. I was ready to go. Um, I already had my list of stores, and I already knew what area I wanted to go. So I wanted to go to the UTSA area because nice. I knew around that area people had money. Um, a bunch of college kids. Would yes, kill and our, that shit. If a bunch <laughs> of college kids would kill that shit. And our product was two ninety nine. Our retail, <laughs> so it was an expensive yeah. drink. So I figured, you know, hey, let's try this here. So I went over there. We went to a couple of stores. I went into my first store, man. This guy looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> Like, I was just like, I was trying to sell him this product and he just looked at me like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> All right, okay. So I go to a couple of stores like that, same thing. No, no. And um, I kind of like second guessed myself, man. Like yeah. a couple of stores getting told no. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck am I doing, dude? Yeah. Like, dude, is this what I'm really, is this what I really want to do? Like, yeah. damn, dude, I'm getting told no all the time. Like, so guys, when you want to open up a business, man, you got to be, like as enthusiastic when they tell you no it's fucking when they tell you yes dude because you're gonna be told no a million fucking times bro (laughs) but that million fucking no's is gonna equal to that one yes so keep going be consistent and you know if you want to open up a company and you'll be successful Oh yeah, man. Yeah, because I've been told no so many fucking times man and look where I'm at exactly (laughs) you know You're, you're on route to possibly get a million dollars in sales. Exactly, oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's the goal this year, man. Get, get that million, man. So. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I feel like people, some people are so used to everything coming to yes, yes, yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, no, it's like, it's a slap to the fucking face. And and, 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 and you know what, man? People need more of that shit, man. Because, yes. fuck, dude, like, a lot of people are, um, what's that word, man? They just feel like they're given, there's a word oh, for it. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're... Entitled. Yes, fucking entitled, bro. A lot of fucking kids right now, man, are entitled, <laughs> thinking that the world owes them shit, yep. stuff like this, man. Dude, nobody doesn't owe you a damn thing, and you need to work for everything you fucking, if you, what what you want to get, man, Absolutely. because everything you think you deserve. And like, um, so a lot of these kids need to be fucking, learn 
to be told no, man. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Because like, I mean, you're you're not always gonna get what you fucking want. Exactly. You know man. what I mean? And you gotta it's work not hard. Not the way for it works. It. You have to work your fucking ass off. Fuck yeah. And you gotta know that it's gonna be. You know, what you want to get, it's going to take years. It's not going to take a fucking day or a week or a month or a no, year. No, it's not, man. You know, it's going to be a long fucking time. Yeah. And like I said, I know. I'm impatient. And I've recently, like, been through ups and downs. and like, fuck, what am I doing here? What am I doing? You know, and debt and shit. And then something great happens. Right. And then something better happens. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's go. You know, um, but you're you're right though. You got to be enthusiastic with your nose. And fuck your yeah, nose. dude. Just the exact same way. You got to feel, you, you got to feel as... As much as you want it, man, when they tell you no, as much as they tell you yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's so true, dude. That's so true. Um, when you uh, when you first started and you getting all those no's and stuff, I mean, did you have like a, I mean, did you have a good support system? You know, I mean, you said your wife and stuff like that. And- uh, actually, man, yes, man, my girl, um, my girl, has supported me since the beginning. Um, I remember when I first met her, um, I told her all my crazy ideas of me opening up my company. It was funny is that I met her, I met her around the same time I opened up my company, nice. like maybe about six months. Nice. So I was telling her all these bright ideas of what I wanted to do. I said, I said, um, I want to open up this company. I want to, I want to make a lot of money. I want to get rich and all yeah. this, this, this. And she just looked at me crazy. Honestly, that's what happens all the time, man. Like, and then, um, I had to show her, yeah. um, so uh, I really got serious about it. I started investing my money. Uh, that's when I was working for Little Debbie, and um, I was saving my money, man. I was saving my money because I knew it was going to be about five to ten grand to start. Yeah. So I was just saving my money, saving my money. And when I started, and she saw me actually started doing stuff, yeah. that's when she started like believing in nice. me and, and giving me support. So um, I feel like when people want to own a business and they talk about it. I feel like maybe 80-90% of the time other people are like, oh, that's a good dream. Or, oh, that's that's nice. Exactly, man, because everybody likes comfort. Exactly. Everybody wants to be in that comfort zone, I mean, man. If I, I feel so a lot of my friends are corporate America. A lot of my friends have, you know, regular jobs, nine to five stuff. Right. That's cool. That's I'm happy for them yeah, if they're happy. Yeah, most but definitely. I don't want that, you know? And yeah, I've yeah, I but know it, what you mean. It was the longest time for me to I was real scared. When I first started when I was in college and you know stuff like that, and I w- I wanted to own a gym, I didn't want to say it. I was like scared to say it because I was so afraid of what everyone else was gonna fucking tell me. Right. And I started, I said it a couple times, and I got a lot of laughs. I got a lot of, oh, that's that's easier said than done. That's a good dream. You right, know? right, right. Every fucking trainer wants that. That's nice, you know. And it's like, man, like that. that I wasn't used to that, you know. So I was like. So I switched it and I was, oh yeah, I'm going to be a physical therapist. But deep in my head, I was like, I'm not going to be a fucking, I want to own a gym. Right. But I didn't want to say it. And it wasn't until I started slowly making moves towards it and I got that little spot right there when people started, okay, maybe he can. Exactly. You know? And then I got this and now everyone's like, oh shit, okay, you know, he's, he's doing it. Exactly. But it sucks because it's not until you're making those moves when people kind of like, oh, okay, you know, maybe maybe I should support him. Maybe, you know, he's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the way it is, man. Um, you got to show action. It's true, though. You can't you. talk about your whole life. Yeah, and then a lot of people just talk about it, man. Like, a lot of people were like, hey, I want to do this, I want to do this, but they don't really do it. Exactly. You know, and you got to be, you know what also helped me, man? Hitting rock bottom. Um, that, that, that helped me a lot. I hit rock bottom when I was about 28 years old. Um, it hit me not from being like I was broke, um, you know, moving from job to job, not not being successful, and always questioning myself why the fuck I'm I'm at where I'm at. Yeah. You know, um, why uh, these guys have a nice house and I don't? 
why these guys got a nice car and I don't. So um, just hitting that rock bottom, man, made me hungry and it made me um, tell myself that, you know, I'm never ever gonna be in this position again. And okay. seeing, and you know, I have a little boy, so um, I don't want him to, to grow like how I grew up. Yeah. So uh, that, that helped me out a lot, man. Do you feel like it's, um, like a lot of times, I think it's a flaw or like it's, it's something that we shouldn't do is compare ourselves to other people? Yes, man. Um, yeah, you never ever wanna do that. Especially, uh, you never wanna care what people think, dude. Um, I learned that from a, a really young age. Um, I grew up uh, by myself, probably around 15, 16, you know, getting started working at a very young age. And um, I just what, got used to- Where you from? From the South Side. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Same here. And um, yeah, man, just uh, starting working at a young age, hustling, grinding, just, you know, I wanted my own car, so I just saved up <laughs> and and um, not caring what people think, man. And I really learned that at a young age, so that kind of helped me. Nice, man, nice. Because I didn't care what, you know, I, I was still at where I was at, even if yeah. they thought that I wasn't shit. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't really exactly. matter. So um, I feel on that one, man. I think for the longest time, like it was hard for me to, because I, I was, I cared about what people thought, you right. know, and I would compare myself to my friends. And like, you know, I was always like, damn, you know, I don't, I, a lot of a lot of the shit that I put on Instagram is motivational, inspirational shit. Right. You know what I mean? And for the longest time, I was like, fuck, I'm like scared. What are people thinking about me saying this stuff? And they probably think I'm fucking weird or stupid and shit. But then it came to the, and then I started hearing, you know, thank you. I needed that or stuff like that. And that's when I was like, you know what? You're doing the right thing. You know, you're helping someone. So keep on fucking doing it. Um, a guy that you post a lot, Gary Vee, he fucking yeah. says a lot about that oh, shit. Exactly. Like, dude, give a fuck what people think. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, just, dude, he posts content like, what, twice a day, <laughs> dude? Real, and it's about shit sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. but he's being consistent and yep. he doesn't care what people think so exactly. you know look how many followers he has man like yeah. he's, his influence is fucking insane like ridiculous yeah man. ridiculous man i even dude i i love gary v so much i bought his shoes yeah. <laughs> dude i'm, I'm <laughs> getting his shoes too yeah i bought the first the ones clouds man. Of dirt, the white ones no, i bought the they were like the green and black ones oh, okay. the first nice, ones nice. that came out yeah, yeah i bought those man that's how much i love the dude so much <laughs> you know and his fucking content bro he just exactly um you know you, people need to be more open and more you know explain how they really feel man and, and i think that goes a long way too many too. times everyone's shut down locked exactly. down because of what everyone else has told them locked, right you know? right yeah man um but yeah going back to you know like i would compare myself a lot man like i see i'm fucking you know you know 20 turning 27 this year no you're young bro and i see all my <laughs> friends like fucking you know, like I said, corporate America jobs making, you know, 50, 60 a year and sometimes 70 a year. And like they have like some of them are married, some of them have kids, some of them houses already and stuff like that. And it's like, fuck, you know, but my buddy, the dude, the mentor, Brian, he always tells me, he's like, yeah, but look, he's like, you know, you're going to have something that you can say is yours. Yep. You know what I mean? You do have something right now that you could say is yours and, you know, give it a few years, three or four or five years, you know, you're going to have something bigger and you're not going to have to answer to anyone else. You know, because that's going to be yours. You know, they're still going to have to clock in, clock out, answer to someone above them. You know what I mean? So just be patient and stop giving a fuck what they're thinking. You know, and it's like it's it's true. You know, He's dude, like, and it's completely fucking worth it, bro. Because waking up, man, and not answering to nobody, dude, is like the fucking biggest reward. Right <laughs> I now, bet, man. You know what, man? And I don't even fucking care about how much I get paid because, dude. My employees get paid more than me, oh, and yeah. that's how it is in the beginning. That's right how now. it has to be, yeah. Yeah, and dude, I don't care because when I wake up in the morning, it's like, ah, fuck, man, I don't gotta 
<laughs> yeah. Answer to nobody is great, man. It's fucking great, man. You don't have a fucking boss like cussing at you, yelling no, at you. No, man, not yeah. at all, man. And, and that's kind of what um, I got a big deal with, um, a big problem with um, authority. I, yeah. I, I don't like people telling me what to do. And uh, sometimes when I see them do stuff, I don't so, like the way they so do it. So if I tell you, hey, man, like, stop drinking that water, you're going to be... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be a dick like that. But <laughs> nah, man, but um, I don't know. I just like to do stuff my own way. Exactly. And I, always, I just always wanted to make my own money. What also helped me out a lot was my dad was also... He's an uh, entrepreneur as well, and he has nice. his own company. So um, he, he does, like, um, septic tank work, maintenance nice. work on his own. And he hasn't fucking worked for nobody since... I was a kid, man. Yeah, so he's nice. always been making his own money. He's oh, yeah. always told me, never rely on nobody. Yep. Never rely on a job because it's never sustainable. You know, that job or that could go out of business. Yeah. That company go out of business. Lose like that. Exactly. Dude, well, what if you're making $30 an hour at this company and you just bought a big ass fucking house and the company's down to shit? Then yep. what? You know, like, I don't want to be in that position, <laughs> so man. I see a lot of people go in that. Yeah. Go in that um, so I don't want to be in that position, man. So... I figured maybe I grind and struggle right now with building my company until it grows to something where, you know, it's sustainable and I got to worry about it and it's yeah, mine. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I like the fact that you're putting in all the grunt work too, man. Oh, dude. All I mean, day, you're bro. a business owner, but yeah, you have to. And you got to run, dude, I do everything from running route to uh, marketing to getting new accounts to from talking to corporate guys to talking <laughs> yeah. to uh, uh, clerks, you know, it, it, uh, I talk to a whole lot of people, man. So you just got to be diverse in, in that. And right now, that's what I'm doing. But you know, I want to hire guys. And, yeah, of course. Down right. the road, you want to be, you want to be more of an owner, exactly. and you know, like, place people where they need to be. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but it's cool because down the road, you can be like, okay, I was in that position. I yep. know what to do. I know how they're doing it. You know, I, I have the experience of it. You right. know, versus someone that just is a fucking CEO and has never done this shit in their life. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, dude, and and that that comes from working from the previous companies that I worked for. Like, how the fuck, dude, are you gonna make a corporate decision when you don't even see what's going on <laughs> in the market yourself? You're just going based yeah. off what people's advice and people what people are saying, man, yeah. which is horrible, horrible. So um, the way I want to do it is that even if I get to that higher level, I still want to be in the market and still figure out. You know what's going on, so I can exactly. make the best decision. You're a fucking practitioner. Yeah, dude. You know, you yeah. do, you practice it, you do everything, man. Yeah, dude. That's, you have to, man. That's something that I've also been like trying to do. Like, I mean, down the road, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to be a trainer. I don't want to train the whole time. You know, I want to be a business owner. I want to be a, you know, multiple business owners. I mean, multiple businesses, but I want to be a gym owner. But right now, I got to put in the grunt work. I'm, I'm doing all the social media marketing. I'm doing the fucking training all the time here. I'm doing, you know, the numbers and. Um, but at least down the road, I, I'll know like, okay, I have input in all these different facets. You know what I mean? Right. So when we have a team, I'm not just like out of no experience, like trying to make a fucking decision with them. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And, and you I, know how they feel, yeah. man. You know, you know how they feel. And, and, um, it comes with pay too, man. Like, um, you got to pay your employees good, dude. Oh, if, you got to make them happy. Thank you. Trust yes. Me. Yes. And a lot of business owners don't know what the fuck that means, yep. man. And that shit pisses me off. So, um... Like I said, man, I made a promise to myself that, you know, once I hire my drivers and I hire my guys, uh, they're going to make enough money where they can support their family. And I'm not going to be here playing no, no games, man. You know, that's the way it is. Even when I was a fucking, so when I was a manager, when I was a area manager for the company that I work for, right. so I would get pissed off at some of these fitness managers because, so a fitness manager sells personal training, right? Mm -hmm. He has three or four trainers under him that he gives the trainers, the clients to. I would get so pissed off at these fitness managers because they would be taking like 
10 clients to train themselves so they can make more money oh shit. and i'd be like no dude you're gonna hand those off to your fucking trainers to make them happy right why i want to make more money man it's, who gives a shit if your trainers aren't happy they're gonna fucking leave your ass and then you're gonna be screwed right you know what i mean so then you're not gonna be able to sell anymore make your fucking team happy yeah yes you know what exactly I mean? and and it comes with um you know that was his mistake because he was thinking about money instead exactly. of uh, solving the problem helping that person or helping exactly. you know his employees so, exactly yeah and that's that's now like i mean i don't i train people in here yeah but as far as i still work for that company i don't fucking train a single person i give them to i give all the clients to all the fucking trainers because i know in order to make my team happy i gotta feed them you, know you have I mean? to feed them and then also it's going to lead you towards your goal and what you want to do in the long run bro yep. so you build their clientele that's going to get you to the position that you want to be 100 man yeah 150 fucking percent yes sir <laughs> but you're right man a lot of a lot of these business owners they don't know how to make their people happy you just exactly and and if i would have thought the same man i don't think i would have happy uh, employees right now or anything because if I would have thought like, oh fuck that, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna make more than you, you know, dude, we wouldn't be where we we're at exactly. right now, dude. I'll be fucking by myself probably already. Check you know? your fucking ego and be humble. Exactly, dude. Be <laughs> fucking humble, bro. Because man, um, building a great team is, is more important than your fucking ego, bro. Like straight up. So true, man. Alrighty, brother. Um, did you have any questions for me or any, uh, anything that you want to add to it? Um, yeah, man. Just. Uh, Guys, when you want to open up a company, be serious about it. Um, invest your time in in whatever you want to do. Uh, invest your money, and uh, when you want to chase your, when you want to chase your dream, don't always think about the money. Always think about solving that problem. And I guarantee you guys, that's gonna go a long way. Yep, that's so true, man. It's all about solving problems. Alrighty, brother. I really do appreciate you coming out. Um, again, this is Manny from Two A One Distributors. Uh, check his stuff out. What's your what's your social media? Stuff? Oh, my social media is at uh, at Manny Two Eight One Distributors at Instagram, and also I just opened up a company page uh, Two Eighty One Distributors at Two Eighty One Distributors. Nice. Check them out, guys. Good stuff. Go eat some wrap snacks while you're drinking some C Four <laughs> and some Three D Energy. I'll go get some of that in the morning as a pick me up. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alrighty, brother. Again, this is Jay Charles and the hashtag Ask Jay Charles Show in the Perform First Gym.